Welcome, welcome, welcome to I Needed This Podcast. Yes. I'm Nora. And I'm Ashley. And this is a time for us to come together, for us to talk about the things that are on our hearts. Yes. So we want you to make sure that you leave a review on the podcast, whether you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like button. Oh, yes. Subscribe on if you're watching, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave a review. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of. Reach out to us on Instagram. We definitely want this to be a community mm-hmm. so make sure that you're reaching out to us talking back to us we want to hear from you yes but today we are talking about what are we talking about ashley we're gonna be talking about pruning pruning season what pruning is season. pruning season i'm glad you asked all right if y'all don't know like um be, be honest our husbands are the producers of this show whoop, whoop. and we love them and so when we when we were bringing this up it, my husband said what is pruning what is right pruning season? <laughs> what is pruning season so um basically what i use is the analogy of a plant Okay. Um, so I am a plant mom. I don't know if y'all are plant parents. Yeah, are you a plant parent? Yes. You know, I'm re- recovering over and over again. <laughs> it's okay. You know, you can start over anytime. I'm learning. Yeah, I mean, same here. There's certain plants learning that I choose that you don't. I need low maintenance plants. Yeah, that can feed themselves. That, that, that okay. Part, that can you part. heat your own food up? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but what I learned is that with uh, plants is that if you have dead things on them, uh, it will uh, soak. That will soak up the the water. Um, in the wrong places mm. and it would take away from the things that are actually living. So it's important to prune things or prune plants or prune mm. the leaves because mm-hmm. what happens is if you don't, it all the water would try to equally distribute mm. and it would distribute to the dead parts and take away from what's living. And Come so um, what we're talking about- That's a whole word. Yo, it's a whole word. And so it's important that you do it. And a lot of people don't like to do it because they feel like they're like, oh no, I'm killing the plant or something like that. But mm. you're also you're, you're actually keeping the plant alive. Yes. Um, sometimes pruning is important for us in our daily lives yes. or in our life in general because we do need to be able to um, do that so we can focus on what's mm. living. Oh, so, so I like this because so I had this plant- Mm-hmm. It was a peace lily, Aww. and it was huge. Okay, and I had it in this cold room, and it like all the leaves just. It was like I don't like this. They were like temperature. They just died. Yeah. Like it, so, but it looked so it was it was dead, and then my husband <laughs> takes the plant and puts it under the light and the heat and everything, and he chops off all the leaves, uh, and I'm like, uh, yeah. But I understood yeah. that he was. Doing something that will revive yeah. the plants. Yeah. So sometimes pruning can look like death. Yes. It can look <laughs> but like death. it's really death. a resurrection. It's a re- Come on. Jesus. Well, okay. Put your, um, put where they can sew into your, <laughs> sew into the tie, mm-hmm. please, on the screen. So where's my keyboard? Where, Yo, where my play? we got to do better. Producers got to give us a keyboard. Because we can hit the keyboard ourselves and they put Listen, one right here. Okay. Like, we, we can play for ourselves. Okay? Yeah, I, I feel like church up in I here. I feel like my daughter, my baby has a little keyboard that we can use, a little <laughs> xylophone. We can ding, yes. ding, ding. That's truth. And that's even with hair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I... You know what I'm saying? I I uh Come on, I usually I usually like doing my natural hair. Uh this one been bought. Uh, <laughs> somebody paid a price for it. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens. The sacrifice just had to be made. Uh, but when I'm wearing my hair out and I decided like recently I, I knew that when I wear my hair out, my aunt was gonna do my hair. But I knew that she would have to trim. And I was like, oh, yeah. I shouldn't get so excited about the length because she's yeah. going to have to trim my hair. Yeah. But what I realized is when she trimmed it, it comes back better. Come on. It comes back healthier. Yeah. But uh, if I would have just focused on her trimming. That's so good. I would have missed out on the healthy part. So it now so it's good. growing back stronger. It's healthier. Yes. So, you know, sometimes pruning look like you're missing out. 
Yes. Pruning looks like you're getting cut short. Yes. Uh, but what you're really doing is coming back stronger. So, yes. you know, pruning. And and so I think with, if, if you're listening, I don't know where you are in your life, uh, but, you know, we, we just, you know, we're just getting into the new season. This is like the new year for us. It's still sure. new year. Yep. People are still just getting comfortable in the new year. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you have to accomplish everything. But one of the best things to do when you're trying to focus is to prune yes. because that's what the plant thing is too, is that the water has to focus. Mm. So if you prune, the water now has a new focus. It's mm. like, okay, I don't got to focus here. I can focus mm. on where I need to, you know, mm. be distributed to. That's so good. Um, so wherever you find yourself, I know for me, and you can tell me where you are. Yeah. For me, I'm in a part where career-wise, I'm, I'm just re-examining or reevaluating things. Um, also, and what I want to do in my entrepreneurship, what yeah. I want to do in my business, what's next. And sometimes a lot of things, if I don't prune, they become distractions. Come on. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should be feeding them too, but yeah. they're dead. And it's right. like, you know, God is doing new things in a new yeah. season. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. And I have to be able to focus. And if I keep having dead things around, mm. what happens is I'm going to keep giving attention That's to right. the things that where it don't matter. That's right. You know what I'm That's saying? That's so good. So how about you? Okay, so... Just to be practical. So, y'all, are y'all getting all these good metaphors? These are <laughs> such good metaphors. So, I had to declutter my closet. Yeah. But I realized that there were a lot of things in my closet that I never wear. Ah, uh, yeah. How long, though? Right. Like, like years. Well, okay. I, I'm pretty good about decluttering my closet, like, every season. Yeah. But sometimes, like, I hold on to something for sentimental value. Sentimental value. Or, like, oh, I might wear that. But... I heard a question somebody asked that says, if you were shopping, would you buy this again? Ah, that's a good question. Right. So I was like, ooh. Yeah. So when I went through my closet and like, if I was shopping, would I buy this again? Yeah. Does this represent who I am now? Right? Oh, uh, yeah. So a lot of times when we are pruning or when we're decluttering our lives, emotionally, mentally, relationally, um, and even just with our time, we have to look at, is would I make? Would I choose this again? Yeah. Would I choose this career again? Would yeah. I choose this relationship again? Yeah. Right. So is this? Is this? Does this fit where I am now? Does and, this yeah. lifestyle? Does this choice suit who I am today? That's why, and I love that that you brought that to the attention because sometimes you have to be careful choosing things when you're desperate. Listen. You know, uh, okay. I made I made it like a post yeah. one time. Like sometimes I would choose the second choice because I don't want to be patient for what I really want, yeah. and it's not available. So I'll choose oh, second wow. best. But my husband never do that. Yeah. He will wait. He will wait yeah. months. Um, so like knowing where you are That's right. um, actually allows That's you to make those decisions. You know, mm-hmm. am I hanging on to this because I, I don't trust God yeah. Yeah. to provide? Am I yeah. holding on to this because I don't trust God in this area? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's those sentimental things mm-hmm. are big because we think we're supposed to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and also it brings back so much memories but yes. we always can make new memories yeah you know and that's what that's one of the things that helped me get past sentimental things it's yeah. like well i can make a new memory that's now right. i don't necessarily have to you know be held hostage mm-hmm. um in this memory and keep it in clutter mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. closets is such a good reflection of how Listen. we are mentally oh my god you know um i don't know what's the rule of thumb there was a rule of thumb like if you haven't worn such and such then six i think it's a year so yeah. i was gonna say six months i think it's six months but yeah. i'm like well what if it's like winter Seasonal. and summer yeah, yeah. If you well, let's just say if you haven't worn a year, mm-hmm. would you wear it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that that same thing when you're saying, would I wear this mm-hmm. again? Would mm-hmm. I shop again? Mm-hmm. And I know there's different seasons where I had different body types. Mm. 
And yeah. then I had different confidence. Yeah. <laughs> some seasons, some confidence was just okay. not there. So yeah. I wasn't going to wear the tight skirt. Right. I wasn't going to wear the tight, whatever. Right. And I think whatever um, I'm expecting, mm-hmm. that's what I shop for. Mm-hmm. For instance, I said this year I want to do more date nights. So now mm-hmm. when I go shopping, I'm looking yeah. for cute date night for clothes. Sure, and then sure. maybe it just looked different from last year. Yeah. Um, so it's like, what am I expecting yeah. to? That's what helped me choose what I need to prove. Oh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? That's like, good. it's yeah. not necessarily my present situation, but yeah. what am I expecting God to mm-hmm. do? It's kind of like when... Um, God had gave so me, good. you know, just the expectation is huge. When a guy gave me this dream of moving and sit in my sleep, it's time to move. And I woke up that night or that morning and I told my husband, I said, God said, it's time to move. I took all the pictures down off the wall. And Chris was like, did he tell you today? <laughs> <laughs> he said, move today. But I was like, no, I'm activating it. I said, yeah. I'm activating it because he said it. I'm going to activate yeah, what he said. And it came to pass. And not to say it was the easiest process, yeah. but because God told me that, it's like activation. But with mm-hmm. pruning, it's the same way. I'm just going to prune mm-hmm. because I know God wants me to make space. Make room. Make room yes. for what he has for yes. me. And I can't hold on because I'm so uh, I'm so attached, attached yeah. to the dead things. Yeah. And I've had I've been attached to a lot of dead things. You know, yeah. it's crazy. It's kind of like walking around with a corpse. That's how crazy it looks. Come on. But I'm like, but I had this corpse for all my life, and it's going to accompany me. It makes me and, and we cover ourselves with it. Mm-hmm. Like I call it the filthy blanket. <laughs> the, the line is filthy oh, blanket, no. right? Like I'm carrying it around because oh, it makes me comfortable. Yeah. But it's not the season. Like yeah. it's time for it to part ways. Yeah. And um, I think that pruning is important because you know that's what God's always talking about in the mm-hmm. Bible. It's like we're making new things. And, and, and when God say new things, sometimes I'm like, but God, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't yeah. want a new thing. Yeah, I'll keep me comfortable. Keep me on the boat. So what does that process look like for you? Like what is the pruning process? In practical like. in practical ways. Yeah. Um, it's a few things. So pruning for me, I can get so uh, distracted mm. um, by business opportunities or new ways or whatever. Mm. And so for me, I just have to focus, prioritize yeah. what is important. What, yes. is, what does God want me to do this season? Yes. Um, and what's important? And, and not necessarily doing it because it worked before. Mm. Sometimes we get hung up on old success. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, oh, this worked before. This has been successful. And then I miss out on what the new successes God is trying to create. Mm-hmm. So for me, I want to focus on what is God telling me to do this year that yeah. I've never done before. Yeah. And can I let go of what worked before mm-hmm. to cling to what God is walking into new mm-hmm. areas? And that's mm-hmm. scary for me. Yeah. Um, because I like to be in control. <laughs> I have a control <laughs> yeah, issue. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a control issue because um, I don't like to walk blindly into things mm-hmm. because I got to know. And as a visionary, I don't know if it's because, you know, yeah. just being a visionary, just mm-hmm. seeing the end sometimes help yeah. with that. Um, for me, practical, I have to be able to trust God. Mm-hmm. And then I have to let go of what, what worked before. And I, I think it's, it reminds me of um, Abraham. Yeah. When he had to leave his country, like yeah. leave his family, leave everything. Yeah. And just go to a place where God would show him. Yeah. So he, he had no clue. And no reference. Where, no point of reference where God was taking him. Yeah. But he had to just kind of step out. And a lot of times when God takes us away from what we're used to, he's taking us to something. Yeah, um, that's And so even true. There, there's a scripture that says in larger territory. Yeah. But when you look at, I think another translation, it just says make room. Uh, right. So yeah. if we want to enlarge, we have to make room. Right. Yeah. So we have to start getting rid of, even with our time. Yeah. Time management is big. Listen, because we will be so busy that we have our sights set on something greater. Yeah. But we don't 
make room for that greater thing to come. Yeah. Because if we're burnt out, if we're at our maximum capacity, yeah. how are we going to receive anything else? And that's my biggest frustration. Yeah. My biggest frustration is burnout. My biggest frustration yeah. is the expectation of time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. in my mind, I've created a schedule for myself uh, unknowingly. And if something is not happening at that time, mm-hmm. or it's, it frustrates me so much, so yeah. I could be more flexible. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm not open, you yeah. know. And it's like, well, this is supposed to be happening. This is a control freak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a control freak. Um, but but yeah, being open to whatever time management, like yeah, yeah um, being able to manage time. I ha- I didn't have an issue with time management. Mm-hmm. But I had an issue with it not going the way that it should, you know, mm -hmm. and I would literally have an emotional meltdown. Mm -hmm. I would spiral like, oh, my God, this is supposed to happen. And this is supposed to happen uh, by this time. So time management is key, but it's also allowing God to to manage you. Yeah. You know, like if we allow God to manage our time, you know what I'm saying? And we allow God to. Um, kind of take the wheel. It's like receiving the grace for the assignment. Yeah. But sometimes we take on assignments that we don't have the grace to do. Yes. So we don't. We feel burnt out, feel frustrated because you know. Okay, now I'm doing this. I'm when I'm in a season where I'm supposed to be building, or I'm supposed to be doing something else. Yeah. But I'm I'm over here. Yeah. So sometimes we can move faster during certain things. Like I remember a season where I was like. I mean, I could like, you know, just build like an email. See, I, I think we, I created this. Um, I saw I have a Facebook group. Yeah. Proverbs 31. Uh-huh. And it was a season where I just, I put an ad out. I put some email, like I wrote emails like every day. I was going live every day. But it was, it was, it was a season for that. Yeah. Like it was so, it happened so fast. Wow. And like before I knew it, like my email list went up and the Facebook group grew. And I'm like, whoa, how is this happening? Yeah. But it was the grace for that season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so good. So sometimes we want acceleration. We can outgrow the grace. Listen. You know. Okay. We can outgrow the grace. Yeah, for sure. And then, so when God moves, yeah. we have to move because sometimes I find that there are seasons of rest. Yes. Right? Yes. Where God is calling us, even like the towards the end of this year. Yeah. Like, um, I so I talked about, you know, in the previous episode, I was talking about homeschool. Yeah. So when God led me to put the kids back in school, I... um. I that was right before my birth mother passed away. Ah, uh, yes. So it was yes. literally. I think they went back to school like um, October thirtieth or November first. Yeah. And then she passed away November fourteenth. Wow. So it was literally like weeks before. But God was giving me the he grace for the you. season. Yes, He was preparing yeah. me for a time where I needed to be alone. I yeah. needed silence. Yeah. I needed to be able to grieve. I needed to be able to have quiet time. Right. Right. Or take a break. Yeah. Right. So, but I needed His permission to do that. Yeah. So He gave me signs. He gave me like signals like, okay, go here. Don't do this. This person is here so you can trust your kids with these people. Yeah. So he was giving me signals of now nor it's time. This is a season of rest. That's so I think November through like d- December, January was like a season for me to restore. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, boom, I'm ready. Yeah. I, would, and I told you, like, I'm cleaning my closet out. Yeah. Cleaning the house. Yes. You know, organizing the, the drawers and, you know, just getting rid of some things. Yeah. Why? Because... God is a is a certain thing that happens inside of us when we're preparing for a new season. So yes. like like childbirth. Yes, yes. So when like you, when nesting. You be, nesting is when big. you're nesting, right? Yeah. So you're getting ready to have that baby. Yeah. It's like something inside of you is like, okay, come on, I got to get this baby room ready. Yeah. I got to get some baby clothes, or even if you're just cleaning. Yeah. Or cooking or whatever. But every little thing you can be yes. folding onesies and just be yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and that's big. You know why God is so big on preparing? Yes. He prepares a place for us. He tells mm-hmm. us, and then he prepares a table. 
for us. Yes. And what I learned about God is that he prepares because he thinks about things in advance mm-hmm. so that um, preparation is so important. Um, we don't understand it. But the reason why preparation is important and being present, and that's why procrastination is not of mm, God. Come on. Because procra- <laughs> preparation prepares it as if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, a faith. Ooh, it's yes, a faith that's yes. activated. So I'm preparing because I believe it. Yes. Procrastination saying, yeah, it gets done on my time mm. and I don't want to urgently, mm. I don't want to step into it. Sometimes people procrastinate because they don't believe. Yes. So some people don't even pack their, they, God told them to move. I, I did it immediately. But some people don't do it until they be like, well, you know, things happen that close. It, it, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. Preparation is developing the mindset for the thing that you're waiting yeah, for. And it's a belief. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really, it's a belief yeah. system. Yeah. Like I believe it's going to happen. I'm going to do it. And some people look crazy doing it. Like no one look crazy. Yeah, people look crazy, heart. but yeah. God is always preparing us. There's always a preparation because God believes in preparation. I don't mm. care. Procrastination. People say I work best in procrastination, whatever. God is a God <laughs> of preparation. And so when you're preparing, like you prepare a meal for your family, you're thinking about them in advance. Sometimes I prepare yes. meals for my family before I even cook the meal. Yeah. In my mind, okay. saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm at yes. the grocery store. I'll be on my lunch break buying food for the house for the next day. Yes. And people are like, why are you, you know, grocery store? Because I'm preparing a list yeah. for my or groceries for my family. Yeah. And you know why? Because I had them in mind. Yeah. I'm thinking about them. That's why yeah. God prepares because we're always in his thoughts. For sure. And we bring it back to a more um, simplified thing. When we are preparing, we're able to make preparations for what mm-hmm. God has for us. But sometimes we miss the opportunities and we're not ready because we don't believe. Yes. And so now we're trying to play catch up. And then guess what? We're burnt out. And another reason is because we're distracted. Yes. Distraction We don't prepare huge. because we're distracted yeah. and focused on something yes. else. Which goes back to decluttering. Decluttering. Because why am I, why am I not preparing for the thing that's... That's coming. That God told me. Yes. That actually God told me. So like, what if Noah was like building a business instead of a boat? Right. And it'd be like, oh, <laughs> well, like, this oh, been, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that when I finish my business. Because this looks flashy. Right. You know, it's it's flashier. Yeah. It's more. And sometimes God will have you do Ooh. things that's not easy. Like resting here. is not easy. Yeah, it's not. You know, we want. I talk about wanting rest all my resting life. Resting is not easy. And then when easy. it's time to get me. Like today I had time to rest. And then I was like, oh, but bring me the baby. Mm-hmm. Aww. And then she started acting crazy. I was like, take her. Uh, take her. <laughs> I thought I wanted her, but uh, I rest. I thought, I, you know, it's like we rest is so hard yeah. because we have such a, it's such a restless age. Yeah, you know it what I'm saying? It's social media. It's so much to keep us busy that we're doing, 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 yeah. doing. And rest, that's why it's like, that's not even a, a, a option with God. And that was yeah. like, that was literally a commandment. Yeah, it's a commandment. And rest so is a commandment. Rest is a commandment. And and when I, I'm reading, uh, when I'm reading in Genesis and then I'm reading about, you know, um, you know, how God just, you know, rest and all of that. Yeah. Even God rested and all yeah. that. And that was important for him. But also when you talk about Exodus and Moses and all of that, and he always say, remember, keep my, you know, the, the Sabbath. Sabbath and keep he, it he was so big remember on that. Rest. You know, even with the manna. Yeah, collect it, but keep it. And I'll even keep it fresh. For the Sabbath. He said, I'll even keep oh, it fresh yes. for Sabbath. So you ain't got to work. You ain't got no excuse. Because you know, sometimes we be like, well, I got to work. God yeah. was like, you ain't even got to work for food for manna because I'm going to keep it fresh yes. on, on, on the Sabbath. I'm going to give it to you the day of. The day, yeah. You yes. can, and it's going to be fresh. You know? And, and one thing in Genesis, it says that he took the rest, but he also sanctified and blessed everything that he created yes. when he rested. When he rested. So the blessing came yeah. in rest. Don't you feel better when you do yeah, stuff, I when do. you rest? For sure. Sometimes I just be like, just let me think it yeah. over because yeah. I'm not in Right, mind frame right now, yeah. and you know how you say don't do things yep. when you grieve in yep. the last episode. Yep. Like you shouldn't do things when you're exhausted, exhausted, yeah. And you shouldn't say things when you're yeah. exhausted. Yep. And if we have maturity and wisdom, we're able to say, mm-hmm. "I, 
let me get back to mm-hmm. you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I tell my husband, let's table this till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm mad, because I'm exhausted. I might say some <laughs> things that from an exhausted right. place. Exactly. Um, and exhaustion is real. But I think that what that comes with pruning is to know what, you know, your energy could be, like you could do a million things with the grace of God. Um, the grace can allow you to do anything. But when you're at the place where you're pruned, what doesn't work and what God doesn't want you necessarily to work yeah, on, yeah. you're lighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like For sure. Some days it's For just sure. like, I didn't clean the house, I didn't yep. did all this stuff, but I feel light yep. because it's what God graced me to do because he yeah, told me to do it. And right. I, didn't do, I didn't have the distraction of, but when something else. But when you're doing it and you don't have the grace for it, yeah. you feel the pressure, you feel yeah. the exhaustion, you feel the weight of it. Yeah. Because right? so you're carrying it. Would, it. You would have been better off if you would have rested and waited. Yeah, because and waited. Uh, the Holy Spirit is there to, and, and when He says, you know, my burdens are light, that's because yes. He's carrying it with the grace. Listen. But when come you don't on. have the grace, it's like you're carrying the weight yeah. now. It's like it's like somebody putting it back and now you carry yep. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you just. Because God is so present, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes we're stuck in our own ways, which is past, mm-hmm. that we are carrying weight that we shouldn't be carrying. Mm-hmm. God is like, I'm already up here. I'm mm-hmm. up here, but you're here. Yep. And you're still trying to carry things up this mm-hmm. hill. I, you know, I, could, I, I, I walk past, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think with us, we have to be mindful when we're pruning that we prune the right things. Yes. Sometimes we prune the wrong things. Yes. Sometimes we cut living things off. Okay. You know, Listen. You ever cut a living plant? Listen. I have. Let me stop. <laughs> I, have killed, I, have, I have killed and cut some living plants. I'm like, oh, that was actually uh, that was actually pretty good. That was thriving. Whoops. That felt a little too happy. That felt a little too heavy when I cut it. You know, dead things when you cut yeah, it is light. Yeah. Like with plants, that's true. You know, it's it's just already it just undone. Comes it's easily. just crumble. Yeah, right. But I noticed I had cut a living thing because it was hard to cut. Yeah. And it's like it was thriving. Um, um so sometimes we cut the things we don't want to do, but it's thriving to God, and yeah. we were like, we don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And we feel like it's dead, but God is like, nah, I'm gonna do a new thing with that. Um, and we don't have guidance mm, because we're not that's praying. Good, Ash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want cut. Don't cut the right thing. Yeah, because sure. you don't want to do it. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's definitely those seasonal I love things. That. Yeah. I love do that. you have a particular routine um, that you have that allows you to know when you have to prune? Like, what is your what is your what is your check engine light when you know that you okay. have to prune? So usually my check engine light is um, burnout. Yeah. Is um, when I'm easily frustrated about something. Yeah. So, um, like if like if something small makes me upset, yeah. or it's it bothers me, it triggers me. Um, that that that's coming from somewhere. Okay. So I have to look and see. Okay, wait a minute. Why did this problem come up? Why yeah. did I have to? Um, why did I have to go through this extra stress around yeah. this? This is the second time this happened. Yeah. So now, okay, I'm I'm noticing a pattern. What needs to change? Uh, right. That's so good. anytime I experience a pattern where I feel frustration around something, I know maybe something there might be an area that I need to either change or tweak, or maybe this is not for me. Maybe yeah. this is something that needs to that I need to adjust. So um, a lot of times, like this will happen in the area of my time. So example. So I worked on nine to five yeah. and I would drive an hour and a half to work, hour and a half back every yeah. day. Yeah. And then this was when like my kids were like younger. Yeah. And when I got home, like it was like get a baby bath, go to bed. Like that was Routine. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, but I, cal- girl, I calculated like all of my expenses, going to work, yeah. my insurance, like taxes, um, gas, mm-hmm. clothes, eating out. And I was like, I was making like, like literally when I calculated it, it was like 
like four dollars and eighteen cents. Like literally, when I it was like four dollars and sixty nine cents or something. Wow. So I'm like, I'm basically making minimum wage, just doing be- all this effort. Like, cause you know, you calculate it. You you think you're making like fifty, sixty thousand. Yeah. But it's like after I did the math, I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm, I have all these expenses yeah. of working. Yeah. So when I calculated the cost of working, That's I was so like, good. oh, this is clutter. That's good. So I literally left my job. I think within a month or two. That's so good. And I, I begin to work online. That's awareness. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's awareness. Yeah. So sometimes I think it comes with counting the cost uh, of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like literally. what is it costing? Literally counting the. Calculating the cost of yeah. actually going to work. Actually, okay, I'm paying for this. This uh, I was paying childcare at the time. Yep. Girl, $580 a week, okay? Yep. So I'm paying a mortgage oh <laughs> for childcare. Yeah. But I could be taking care of my own kids and working on my own schedule. Okay, yeah. wait, let's make an adjustment. Yeah. So sometimes it is really just evaluating where am I, what do I actually want, and then get this defining success, defining luxury. Ah, so that's so good. Some, one person's definition of luxury might be traveling the world, having a nice car, having a, you know. Yeah. But another person's definition of luxury might be having time freedom. Right, for you the family, I mean? right. for themselves. Exactly. Yeah, that's why we can't get caught up in a comparison. For, for sure. So yeah. now I'm doing all this extra stuff trying to impress somebody else rather than, you know, saying, okay, what is it that Nora wants? Yeah. Like, what is it? Okay, God, what is it that you've called me to actually do yeah. for my life in this season? That's so smart. Because yeah, sure. I feel like if you're struggling yeah. all the time. All the time. To make it yeah. work. Yeah. That's a telltale sign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I think I was, we were talking off break and I was really talking about like career wise. Yeah, yeah. And um, wanting to leave. Some, sometimes I, I tend to question am I leaving because it's getting hard yeah or am I leaving because it's time that's so good and so sometimes I know I'm an escape artist <laughs> I, it get she's hard I'm out. she's a track star I'm a track star <laughs> I will roll out quick and then I have to be able to so I, you know God had really matured me in that area mm. uh, of staying give me staying power because mm. I had Ooh, an good. option like oh I, I ain't gonna deal with this yeah. like let me roll out yeah. and, um, and and God was really dealing me with dealing with me on that because I left and not consulted with God about mm. leaving and God may have had an assignment for me there yeah. and so um, now that you know a situation that came up and was just becoming so taxing on me but then I was like well God if you want me to stay I'll stay I will surrender to whatever you want me to do yeah. if it's hard I know you're going to give me the grace for it that's right um, and I want to make sure that I'm leaving because you called me to leave but not leaving just because it's hard yeah. and um, even with pruning that's like, so you know what I'm saying like not pruning the wrong things yeah. um, just because it's hard because you can, you may get some symptoms of hardness yeah. and challenges and we believe that that's everything so should good. be easy if God called you to it it should be easy but that's right. not the case God yeah. called a lot of people that's in so the Bible good. Even Jesus to things and had it was hard. Yeah. And so I have to be aware that I want to make sure I'm not cutting off what God wants me to cut mm-hmm. off. And that goes to accountability. You oh, know, that you know, part. You know. For sure. So, yeah. and one thing I was going to share is that, so even with home, I talked about homeschooling. Yeah. So when I stopped homeschooling, when I told my husband, I was like, well, I feel like it's time for me to move on. I still was hesitant. Yeah. Because I didn't want to give up just because mm-hmm. it's hard, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, God, is this you? Are you show, are you revealing this to me? So I got accountability. Yeah. Several words from different people yeah. for, that, you know, didn't know anything about what I was dealing with yeah. that said, it's time for you to focus. It's time for you to settle down. Mm, see? It's okay for you to focus on Nora for a while. while yeah. your ch- you know, your children are going to be okay. It's okay to focus on yourself and to, for you to heal. That's like, okay. I literally had to get that word from someone else 
for me to be able to release. But I think that's yeah. why it's important to have someone that's speaking into your life and can see when you're carrying too much. When you're carrying too much and then you're carrying something that's not yours. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. we, we are carrying things that's not even ours. Yeah. And that when we talk about pruning, yeah. it's like, yeah, that's not yours. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, you know, our pastor, we go to the same, we worship, and she's so big on that. Like, yeah. that's not even yours. Yeah. It's like, dang, I picked up somebody else's stuff. Right. It's not even your name on it. So why are you carrying it? And why do you why do you carry it with that's you so good. everywhere you go so when good. it's not even yours? And so that's pruning. Ooh. It's like, oh my gosh, let me unattach to this because this is not even me. Right. This is not my identity. Right. This is not my blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I have to part ways with things I thought was me. Mm -hmm. You ever like, we talked about this before, but things that you just thought was you. Yep. Have you ever, have you had to get rid of something that you just thought it was you? Yeah, for sure. And how does that make you feel? For sure. I think it makes me, so I'm in a place, I'm in a place now where I'm exploring like, okay, who is Nora? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, because we have these tribal identities. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I know who I am in this group and I know how, who I am in this setting. But apart from that, and when I'm out of this setting, like who am I like God between just me and you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, and we talk about this a lot. Like, I know who I am as a mother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Or like how I relate to my kids. But then like, who am I as a, you know, as a, as Nora, as just yeah. me, as a woman? Yes. As like, as just, you know, um, my identity. Yeah. You know, who do I want to be? Yeah. How do I acquire those attributes? Right. Yeah. Those qualities. Like, how do I become a better person? Yeah. So even just like stepping away and seeing, because we have the power to curate who we are. Yeah. Like that's the beauty we of do. who God made us. Creators. So it's like, if I want, like I tell my kids all the time, like if you want to be an astronaut, yeah, you can literally be an astronaut. Yeah. All you have to do is just focus on that and do. So there's this movie. Have you seen that movie? Which one? It's on Amazon Prime, but it's about this guy. I forgot his name. I don't even, I think the movie's called like A Million Stars or something. Okay. But it's about this guy. All he wanted was to be an astronaut. Oh, I never but seen he, it. you know, but life happened, and he he got had all these distractions. Yeah. But he kept applying to be an astronaut. He kept getting rejected, mm. and then like he had to go to school, and, and then he he began to study what astronauts do. Ah. So he noticed that like astronauts did deep deep sea diving, mm. and they um they're marathon runners. Wow. And they speak German. Like, he literally learned all these things about these random astronauts. That's so good. And then he began to acquire those attributes. Yeah. So he began to study and German and deep sea diving. Yeah. And, um, and uh, was it like, uh, whatever whatever he was studying. But he yeah. had studied all these different things. Yeah. And he applied, he kept applying to NASA to be an astronaut. That's so smart. And then the 43rd time, he actually went to turn in his application... Is literally like the 43rd application. Wow. So he went to turn in his application. He's like 50 at this point. Okay. So he goes to turn in the application in person. Like he goes to Texas and he turns it in. And the guy, like the director is like in the lobby and he just happens to run across him. And he's like, I denied your application 42 times. Tell me why I should look at this again. Uh, he was like, well, since I last applied last year, I've learned deep sea diving. I've done this. I've done that. And he's wow. like, oh, Okay, well, I'll take a look at your application. He actually got in. Uh, but I'm just saying, it's like... It's never too late for one. It's never too late. And you, you literally become. have the power to become, like, whatever whatever it is that God calls you to be. That is so Or whatever you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's that, never too late. You can always reinvent yourself. That's encouraging yeah. because... Um, Someone, I mean, even for me, I, I feel like it's never too late. Sometimes yeah. you get to a place where you feel like it's too late, like I passed yeah. my time. Yeah. Even in being in late 30s, some people are like, that's young. 
And people have to understand these expectations we have on ourselves are yes. so unrealistic. And then sometimes okay. it's like, well, I gotta have this, this, this. I gotta have mm-hmm. this amount of money in my account. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we put unrealistic things on our on our path. But when you're pruning to mm-hmm. what God wants you to do, mm-hmm. you're able to focus and 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 be yeah. who you need to be. You're able yeah. to get the information and focus yes. on the things that you can, you know, you need to be. And yeah. that's huge. That's a testimony, yeah. though. I feel like. Uh, that giving Isn't me that some powerful? Expression. Yeah, that is powerful. But so, so this, forty-three so, times. Listen, but it's like you could literally do anything. Yeah, like if you want to be a marathon runner. Yeah, and which I do. I want like that's one of do my. Do you? Goals. I didn't know that about you. Say, so, hey, I'm learning something new. Girl, I didn't. So, know that. but I've never said that. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I've never. I'm not saying I never said it, but like I think I told Errol this year. Okay, but I never really told anybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like okay, I want to own this. Yeah. So let me start like running. Yeah. So I'm like run walking every day. Yeah. <laughs> like run. Okay, let me walk. Okay, yeah. run. You know, but it's like a goal. So I'm like, okay, well maybe I need to do a five k. Yeah. Maybe I need to do a ten k. But it's something that I am committed to. Like if it takes me a year or two years or yeah. three years, like I'm going to move towards this. But just by saying it out loud yeah. or thinking about it or studying, what do what do runners do every yeah. day? What do they do when they're not running? That's like, what true. do they eat? How do they breathe? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really just making a practice out of like who am I and what what am I becoming? Yeah. And what's what, the disciplines? What are the discipline and the, the keyword discipline? Because discipline brings alignment. Yeah. So there are certain things outside of that discipline, right? Yeah. So, okay, well, I can't be a marathon runner and eat donuts every right. morning for breakfast. You so know what I'm saying? That's why I would never be a runner. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you can. But I'm yeah. just saying, like. But it's, it is, you know, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Discipline actually is like pruning. Yeah. Um, because you have to be. It's focused. S- successful people are disciplined. Yeah. And what I, what that means is they're not, um, they're certain, they're doing things people are not doing. That's why they get the results that people do not get. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use Beyonce. uh as an example, even though the body of Christ have not fully embraced <laughs> Beyonce. But what I will say, she's disciplined. Yeah. Um, nobody's doing what she's doing. Nobody's no, yeah. uh, working out the way she's working out. Nobody's dancing the way she's yeah. dancing. Um, I just think that, you know, we have to be um, disciplined, but that's pruning. Yeah. That's choosing. Like, I'm not going to yeah. eat this. Right. I'm not going to listen to this. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be focused on this. I'm going to read this. I, I find it amazing that people want to be authors, but they don't read. I just think it's amazing. Like... <laughs> How do you become an author without knowing an author? Without reading about it, it amazes me. Um, but just learning these disciplines, like if I want to write a book, then I need to take time to wake up and write. Yeah. I need to take time to pour into. I need yeah. to hear. I need to pray. I need to yeah. certain disciplines. Like now, nah, I can't hang out tonight. I can't go out this weekend because yes. I need to be focused on getting this Listen. done. Yeah. So I think di- different disciplines happen because you live a life right. of discipline, right. and then you get the results. But yeah. that comes from pruning. Yes. you know, and knowing yes. what's important to cut away. Yes. Um, because anybody don't have a disciplined life, it shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it shows. It if you're not disciplined in your money, yeah, it you're shows. always broke. It shows. Yeah. If you're not disciplined in your food, yeah. it's going to show. It's yes. going to it's gonna really show. Yeah. <laughs> people might not know you're broke, but people know when you're not disciplined in the food area. Because <laughs> sometimes, because yeah. it shows. No, but right? even, the, even the broke part, like, yeah. people know Some too. people be faking, though. Yeah. People be faking. People be living on credit but you can only life. fake so much. But so much. Yeah. But people be faking. And yeah. so, you know, discipline shows up because it's as longevity is consistent discipline yeah. is so consistent that when that result come up you know that that's not just from doing things that pe- you're doing things that people are not doing yeah. um, and I admire people with great discipline yeah, sometimes for sure I, but I do I actually I look at the greatest 
I look at what they do. Yes. It might even be the area that I'm yes. in. But I'm so intrigued. Documentaries and, and autobiographies. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like poetry. I like words. But I'm always I'm always reading about like Maya Angelou and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the stuff that they endure. But I want to know the disciplines that they, they yeah. did. They did yeah. things that people just was not doing. Yeah. You know? For sure. You know, I'm like, I wonder how many things you how many invites you had to dismiss yeah. to, sure. to uh focus yeah. to get this done. How do you come how do you how do you author all these books? It's discipline. Yeah. And so um a lot of times people don't like Discipline people, even celebrity wise, they get a lot. You know, they get a lot of things from people, but that's because they don't connect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes you disconnect from people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you have to focus to connect to something greater yeah. or something yeah. different. For sure. Um, and so it's like for me, even in looking at my own life, like what am I willing to sacrifice yes. to connect to what God wants me to yes. do? Sacrifice is not an easy word for me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is for you. No, um, no, no. It's, it's two S words that are curse words for me. <laughs> Sacrifice <laughs> and surrender. Submission. Oh. oh, submission. <laughs> I don't mind submission so much, but that comes with surrender, so it kind yeah. of tied. But uh, sacrifice and surrender are two different, uh, yeah. like pruning words for me. But yeah. I, I just don't necessarily yeah. like those two words for sure. So, but know. it's I think that's definitely sacrifice is part of pruning. Yeah. But it, it takes like knowing what you need. So, have you ever watched Hoarders? Yes, I make my daughter so- watch it when her room start getting crazy. <laughs> I'd be like, sit down and watch it. She'd be like, Mom, it's a dead rat. But, but something that every every hoarder struggles with is letting go. I know. Like letting go of something. And they are convinced that they need every single thing. And aren't you at the end of the TV like, just just let the penny go. For real. These chips. Like, like you don't need all them water bottles. You don't like, need all them jello, them jello packs. Oodle noodles packs. What is going on? Listen. They think it's going to be a starvation in the world. Right. And they got cans lined up to here. And. Like, just let it go. But I think one thing that the counselors kind of help them do is focus on what they want. Yeah. Or like the end goal. Like, oh, you're going to marry this person when you're done and he'll be able to enjoy your home. You'll be able to enjoy your time. together. You know, so it's really focused. Like you said, it disciplines us, but it also it gives us permission to let go of the peripherals. But you have to grab hold of yes. what. So this is important. Yes. And my, my pastor was listening. She would probably be like, light bulb moment. Because this is what <laughs> she's been trying to get me to go. I've learned that when my pastor talk about freedom, I see it as bondage. Mm. So when she say freedom, God's freedom, I'm looking like, yeah, but that's my flesh bondage and I don't see it as freedom. But Ooh. I have to be able to grab hold of what God's freedom look like and yeah. make it applicable to me yeah. for me to look at it and let go of things. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. So for me, yeah, freedom looks great to other people. God's freedom. People be like, yeah, it's God's freedom. But to me, it screams God's bondage. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ashley's bondage. Oh, You know I what I'm see. saying? Yeah. Like I have to, freedom doesn't look desirable to me because lately, like, like growing up, freedom looked like you can't do this. You can't do that. Okay. Freedom had can't wow. attached to it, not can. Yeah. So when it comes to pruning, I have to learn to redefine what things mean. So good. It's like freedom is can, not can't. Right. Um, discipline is can't. Right. But in that is freedom. And freedom right. is mean you can do this. Right. Because you discipline in that right. and you can't do that. Right. Now you can do this. So I had to I have to refocus. What freedom oh is, and that way, when like hoarders, yeah, I can see. Oh, now I can grab hold of that because now I don't see this like because they see this, they see this bondage. Yeah, they're saying you're trying to, I can't have you're it. trying you're to make me part with something me. that right. I identified with right. for years, and my mama gave me these oodles and noodles, and I'm gonna hold on to them for fifty <laughs> years. Like now, but but if you say now you can hold on to this, yeah. you can, yeah. and not can't. Yeah. It actually helps it you uh, prune it. and reframe yeah. it, and then you'd be like, oh, I can grab hold of that because that's what I want. So it's also redefining what that means. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's important is looking at the life that you want and yeah. like creating 
like having a visual picture of what you desire. Yeah. So for example, when I was, you know, when I was working nine to five, I had a vision of like, okay, wait, I want to work. I want to be at home with my yeah. kids. I want to spend more time with you my kids. You saw it. I saw it. Before, yeah. You have to see it before you, you see it. You do have to see it before yeah. you see it. Yeah. So like I wanted to, oh, I want to, like even I, I, I wrote down like, oh, I want to make, you know, X amount of dollars working X amount of hours per week. Yeah. So how do I accomplish that? Right. So now I have a vision and a goal that I'm moving towards. Yeah. Right. But okay, this, what does this look like? On a day to day basis, right? So that's that's what lifestyle design is really creating the habits, yeah, around what I desire. Yeah. So if I desire time freedom, then okay, when am I going to actually do the work? How do I create the income that's going to give me time freedom? Yeah, right. Um, what do I need to do every day? Exactly. So like now my so now my question that I'm asking myself every day is like okay. What is the version? What is the 2024 version of Nora? Like the glow up. What would she, what would she do? Come like, on, glow up. Like what would she eat for breakfast? You know yes, what I'm saying? Like yes. what is the Nora, the Nora that I want to be? Yeah. What 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 would she eat for breakfast? Well, she wouldn't eat a donut. Or, yeah. You know, I, I keep using donuts for an example. It's making me hungry a little I bit. I like donuts, but I never eat donuts. But I just ate Girl Scout cookies, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe. But like maybe eggs. and So so I'm. Avocados. I'm, eggs, yeah, 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 yeah. Veggies. Yeah. And, you know, just something wholesome. Something yeah. that's going to fuel my body. How am I going to feel after I eat this? Yeah. Because it's going to give me. The energy I need to do X, Y, Z. That's important. You know? you know, that's why that's what get me working out. Because yeah. I'm like, how do I want to show up today? Yes. So if I pray yes. and I work out, yes. then I know. I don't necessarily like working out. Right. But I know how it makes me feel. Yes. And it makes me show up in a different way. For in sure. a different, you know. So I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. Let me go show up. Because you know what? I'm going to be nicer to my family. Yeah. I'm going to be energized. I'm going to be able to yeah. have my attention. And what I learned is sometimes I get anxious. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you, when when you, I'll make it personal. When I don't know the full puzzle, mm-hmm. I will get anxious. Mm. And then I'm like, I need to focus. And the only thing that keeps me focused is to be able to be in tune with God, but also to be focused on what he has me to do. Mm-hmm. So anxiety will have you looking everywhere. Like, Ooh. you know, I got to do this. Yep. I got to do this. I got to hold on to this. That's so good. Um, but distractions is such a, it's, you know, it's from the enemy yeah. because distractions actually is so accessible when you need it. Yeah. Isn't it funny how accessible distraction is? Yeah. It's like when you need something, distraction is always there. It's yeah. like an Uber. It's like, oh, look on the map. Oh, there's a there's a distraction near you, like two yeah. minutes. Oh, let me look at this. Because distraction is so That's big so because good. it entertains your right now. Yeah. And um sometimes I get caught up on right like right now results. Yeah. Um and so it's like, well, this is this is there. So I mean, this might be what God wants because it's so clear. Yeah. We get caught up in that. <laughs> oh, this must be God because it's so clear. No, right. distractions are clear because they're so accessible yeah. and they're so open and they're so flashy, but it doesn't mean it's God. You know, we get caught up in that. You know, you get a lot of like, oh, right. must be God because that does that's not necessarily uh that means you know right. it's God and what God wants for you. So, you know, that pruning season is big. It's just knowing it, who, it what really God is. wants you to do. It really is. You know, it really is. And I I feel like purpose is that driver, right? To to declutter and to get rid of distractions. So even like with my um like when my I use my closet for an example. Yeah. Like in decluttering my closet, I'm like, I want to create a capsule wardrobe. Come and on I wanna, now. Look, I want to create a castle wardrobe because that's what, like, I, it gives me, like, it, you know, these are the colors that look good on my, my skin tone. Yeah, you research it. The, yeah, this is, these are the types of clothes that 
match my body shape. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you research it and you you say, okay, I want to show up intentionally. I want to show up with purpose. Yeah. And I want people to see me in a certain light. Yeah. This is how I want to be perceived. So yeah. based on this, this is what I'm going to do. These are the decisions yeah. that I'm going to make. I'm going to get rid of the, uh, you know, these these types of clothing. Yeah. I mean, certain- To make room. To make room for the real- Nora to yeah. show up. Can the real Nora stand up, man? <laughs> I love it. I think this has been a great conversation. Yeah. Um, I wish we could explore more. Yeah. Um, but the producers are pruning our time. <laughs> In the back, like, cut. So <laughs> the pruning is important. Time management is important. Our producers are so... Uh, they are so focused on our time, which is great because they know they want to give us the, the experience, but they want to be on time. So yeah. I understand. This has been a great conversation. <laughs> and I hope y'all had a chance to think about pruning in your own life. For and they're sure. shaking their heads at us right now. Uh, uh, but um, we appreciate you joining our conversation. And um, yes. we can't wait to have another one. Y'all got to stay yes. tuned. But remember to subscribe and definitely leave us some feedback on yeah, our social media. This has been awesome. Been good. We talked about a lot. So we hope you take this and do some own some decluttering of your own, yeah. some focus and realignment. And yeah. this has been good. You know what? I needed this. I needed this too. <laughs> I need to go clutter, declutter my closet. I needed this. So thank y'all for joining and we'll see y'all next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.